Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. I'm your voice of confidence, and let's start our business. Well, I'm self-doubt, and I don't think so. Come on. With LegalZoom, it's just a few steps. Fine. I'm in. LegalZoom. Now you're in business. LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Jim Ross and Jason. Jason, welcome to Savvy Broadcasting on Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you. You are the founders of uh, Mixical. Did I say it right? You did. I love the name. I, I love it. And I was just telling you guys before we got the going here that my husband and I have just gotten into the groove of making cocktails on the weekend. It's cheaper than going out to a, re- a bar or restaurant. And we've come up with some great creations. He is a pilot, so he created something called the Eleron Roll. It's really a maneuver in the airplane. Um, and it was like Contrao, um, what was it? Uh, uh, tequila and honey. Ooh. Wow. I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I'm so grateful. Now share with us, how, what was the idea for creating Mixicals and how did it come about that you decided to work together? Yeah, so so Jason and I actually used to work together for many, many years as um, first associates and then both partners at the same law firm. So um, that was how we met. And then um, we would frequently do happy hours together. And then especially once we didn't work at the same office, because um, I went to a different firm in 2015, we kept in touch by regularly, I would say at least every other week, getting together for lunch or happy hour. And happy hour is kind of our, our favorite. And so we we made our way around. We always like to try new bars and see what people are up to and um, kind of made our way around the city and saw this concept on a few menus where you had an ice cube that had all of the flavor And then it was put in a spirit or wine or something else to then create a cocktail for you. And that would, as the cube melted, really infuse whatever the particular spirit was with, you know, this delicious mix of fruits and herbs or whatever might be in the cube. And so Jason started making these um, for fun at home. He's um, let him speak for himself. He has a background in bartending. <laughs> I don't. Right. So I, I bartended all through undergrad and law school and have, have always really enjoyed cooking and creating drinks. And so we had we had a block party in my neighborhood. And for that, I had created a, a watermelon lime margarita, um, you know, using fresh watermelon and orange simple syrup and squeezing limes. Mm-hmm. And Jen actually came over the, the next day for the leftovers. 
And I, I kept everything separate between the margarita mix and the tequila um, in case any kids wanted to try or anything like that. And as we had extra, um, rather than it go to waste, Jen said, well, why don't you freeze it and we'll see how it does. So, you know, pour the mixture into some ice cube trays, came back about a week later and ready for another margarita, put it in with some tequila and, you know, there was no loss in quality. It was like, this is still a great drink. We were really happy with it. And so then the next day we were having lunch and I was telling her, you know, it was still really great, loved it and light bulb moment, you know, she said, well, you know, this could be a business. And, and right there at lunch, we started coming up with the name, coming up with recipe or not recipes, but drink ideas, um, flavor ideas. And then, you know, we continued our journey. Yes. So I, I so love accidents like this guy that makes me so excited because you're just sitting here like, oh, what do we do? Okay, let's just pop them in the in the freezer and we'll use them tomorrow. And it turns out, boom, it turns into a business idea. It's just fabulous. What were you going to say, Jen? I felt you had something. Yeah, no, just that it, it was one of these things where like we, if probably from the first time we had a drink like this anywhere to when it was this moment of like, wait, no one's making this for home use. And like, so unlike Jason, mm -hmm. I, I'm not, at all. I don't have a background in like restaurants, food service, or hospitality at all. Um, I've certainly frequented many bars and restaurants. I just am not particularly good at making my own cocktails at home, but I love them. Right. Yeah. And I was, I was like, gosh, this would be so nice to have something like this, that it's like a plug and play, drop it in whatever you want, you know, and, and we purposely did not put alcohol in the cube. So you can really choose, you can make yeah. your drink as you know, high proof or zero proof or anything in between that you want. And so yeah. it just makes it really flexible and fun. And so, you know, we looked around and we're like, I don't think anyone's doing anything like this, but clearly it must be popular if, you know, a lot of like kind of trendy bars are coming on to it. And we're like, this needs to exist if for no other reason for us to drink together more. Oh, <laughs> you know, I love that because my husband can really take the heavy whiskey, alcohol, stronger proof than I can. I'm very weak. I mean, I'm Irish German background, but I can't handle alcohol. It's pathetic. Uh, so I love <laughs> the idea of mixicals because that way I can, as we do, when we do, do drinks here, I'm like, please half of whatever you're doing, hubby, because <laughs> yeah. I can't handle it. So this is great. So it allows people to specify it to whatever is perfect for them. Now being lawyers and then going into this whole new realm has got to be super different. How, how has it been in, you know, working your way into the business land and being entrepreneurs? Does it, is it, do you like the freedom or how does it feel for both of you? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go first because this is now my full-time 100%. Jason still wears the lawyer hat uh, during the day. Um, but it's, it has been, I say, sort of like getting an MBA through life experience. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think, you know, we were both in like, you know, early forties at the time that we started talking about this and it was, you know, I kind of had an itch. I'm like to learn something new. And I'm like, yeah. well, you know, I don't know that I really want to go back to school, but this is kind of like life school. Yeah. And you make money <laughs> while you're doing it even better. Exactly. <laughs> and, and actually I say, I say we didn't want to go back to school, but we did enroll in a 12 week course that was really helpful. Something we found through a local like incubator kitchen and community program that helped us fill in the blanks of what we didn't know. Cause you know, we both practiced in like business areas of law, but obviously had never actually launched, you know, a, a business, much less one for like a consumer packaged good. And so there was a lot that we felt, you know, we really wanted to make sure we understood and that we learned. Um, and I think maybe that is also where being lawyers, you know, we were like, we don't want to mess anything up. We do everything, <laughs> you know, all the boxes. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, it's been, um, 
it's been so eye-opening and I actually, I don't know that I'll ever go back to practicing law full-time. Um, I do a lot of the legal work for our company to, you know, or at least to an extent, sometimes we do bring in help. Like when we apply for a patent, you know, we consulted a specialist, but, um, but for the most part, I feel like if I ever did go back, I would be a better lawyer now having had this experience of really being on like the, you know, like the ground level of this, you know, business and building it from nothing to, to something and hopefully yeah. more. Yeah. Way more. Now, what, what your perspective, Jason? I mean, it was, it was important to us to really understand what we didn't know. Um, and so that's where going to the incubator kitchen, Finley kitchen and starting their program, it was really, we had gotten to a point where we thought this is a good idea, but how do we do it? Um, and sure enough, their, biz, their, their program is called how to take your business, your food idea and make it into a business. And so, you know, each week was almost another one of our questions, Like we didn't know about sourcing or, you know, how, how to do sourcing. You just cold call companies. Um, you know, we just, and so through that, we did that course in the fall of 18. Um, and then in, in 19, we obtained our frozen food manufacturing license, which is something I still haven't quite added to my LinkedIn profile, <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and from that, you know, it took us a full year before we were all of 2019, before we were even really ready to go into retail, because we had to, source everything from scratch. You know, there were, there were not disposable or compostable ice cube trays are out there that we could use. Um, we had to find somebody to manufacture those for us. And that was a real challenge because we are a new company and we were self-funding everything at the time. And we have this idea, but a lot of companies, they either wouldn't take your phone call or they'd, they'd come back saying, yeah, if you want to run a million units, we can start there. Yeah. And so finally, you know, we found a company that would do 5,000 ice cube trays for us. And it was like, will we ever use that many? And, you know, we, we recently- I was say spoiler, we did. And then we, some and yeah. many more. And now, wow. and now we have an inventory of over a million ice cube trays. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> so- well, I, I love that you both are sharing this because uh, some people listening are, might have this uh, burning idea that they say, this could be a business, I know it can. And in today's time, especially with the digital age and the way you can get things out there in an easier manner, there are so many ways to bring your idea to market, but to do it the right way so you don't burn through all your cash and capital. Right. And and so I love that you're sharing this because food and, and physical products are so much harder sometimes than information or or um, services, because yeah. this is something physical, you got to go through the FDA, I'm guessing, get it approved to make sure it's safe and all that jazz. Yeah. There's a lot to think about that. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. There's so much more than I even thought, you know, like I knew that we were fairly ignorant. I mean, we knew, we knew how to make good drinks. This tastes good, but everything else has been um, such a learning process. Mm -hmm. And a really a commitment of time and energy that if you're not passionate about your idea or feel that it's something you really want to bring to the world, it's, it's probably not worth the time or the investment because it's, it's kind of all consuming, um, you know, especially in the early days. And I think we're still there. I still have to say, you know, we've passed infancy in our, in our toddler, you know, our the, terrible twos. Our terrible <laughs> well, what would you say to any new product possible business owner who's thinking of getting out there what's your top advice to them getting started oh my gosh i would say 
find whatever resources you can. Um, one thing that I highly recommend, um, I didn't know about until we started down this path, there's a program called SCORE. It's in a lot of communities and it's, um, or there may be something like it in yours if they don't have SCORE, but it's former executives from a lot of companies, like for, for us, I'm meeting in the Cincinnati area, like it was with Procter and Gamble and some other companies that are headquartered here where they volunteer, they're retired and they're volunteer their time to meet with, um, you know, companies or, or people even just with an idea that they want to try to take to market and will really counsel you. I mean, if you can afford a consultant, you know, there are plenty of those as well, but this was a free resource that we found really invaluable because I think in the beginning, it's, you just need to be a sponge, you know? Yeah. Um, and the other thing we did a lot of is um, reading um, other entrepreneurs' stories or listening to podcasts like this or how I built this and others just to like, really kind of soak in um, everything about others' experiences and even sometimes the lingo, you know, because a lot of it was sort of foreign to us. And um, so right. I, I know that we want to be a unicorn now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that I, word. <laughs> I could totally attest to that. We interviewed them on our new Unleash Your Story podcast every Wednesday night. It's a live show. And we interviewed the CEO, um, Bridget Weston of SCORE. And so she... Oh. Yeah, so she really, really hit on that. So anyone go to episode 15 on Savvy Broadcasting and listen to that episode, but they are so right. If you're a new business owner, it's a great resource and they are giving their time for free and, and helping out small businesses. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'd add on to that. Always talk about your product. Um, look for the people around you. I found like, you know, it, it's a cold and jaded world a lot of times, mm. but people generally want people, especially in the Cincinnati area, it's a very supportive area where people want people to be successful. And yeah. so you might be talking about your product and somebody either eavesdropping or sitting next to you might say, oh, wait, I, I know about that and offer help and, yeah. and take all the help you can get and follow up with people because you will get a million people saying, oh, yeah, I know somebody on that. It's like follow up, say, OK, you have that number. Um, you know, can you get me that contact? And it, it really I mean, that's how we found the people to print our boxes. That's how we found all kinds of things to help our product um, is just by reminding people that we needed their help and asking yeah. for help in an educated manner. Yeah, and really yeah. And following up and trying to make it as easy for the person who's yes. willing to help you. Yeah, right. I love that. And you know, you mentioned something, follow up, follow through is one of my favorite phrases that my husband just always laughs at me because I'm the follow up queen because really things don't move forward unless you follow up. And I love that you're mentioning, Jason, the idea of when you make those connections, there's people, you could be doing your laundry at the, you know, at the laundromat or something like that and you run into someone and they happen to be that person you need for your business. So for me, when I've had, you know, ideas and you're just like sharing it, oh, what's going on in your life? And you tell them, boom, I know someone that can help you. And then that follow up with them. So it's so imperative. There's life now is so I find whether you're online or in physical at the grocery store, if you really just make connections with people, you don't know who you're running into. Yeah, you, you yeah. really don't. And you just, it's sort of like a web, you know, like I can go back through our story the last three years and it's like, wow, had we not done this event, you know, for free. And that's another thing I, I give advice is prepare to donate a lot of product and a lot of your time just to get build brand awareness and get yeah. your name out there and make those connections. But then it's really, it's been like, we met this person who happened to connect us to that person. And you could, I could like chart it out almost. It's like know? one of those crazy people filing a conspiracy. <laughs> but it, it's what helped us. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so incredible. And it's something I, I'm just so grateful for because it's sort of like, wow, is the universe really conspiring in this way? <laughs> well, and you said something very important there to be free with your time because you did some free events and you freely yeah. connected, gave out some of the products so people could get a flavor for it and, and you know, see if they like it. Um, because I remember many, many years ago when I had first got my podcast ready, there was this guy who spent all his money to write an all-consuming book. He wanted to write it so bad. He wrote the book. It cost him ten thousand dollars to, you know, get it edited, printed, blah blah blah. And then when it came time to interview, uh, at that time we're on AMFM, and I said, da da da, just send me a copy of the book via mail, and I'll I'll give you my mailing address. I'll read it before our interview, and la la la. And he's like, yeah, I don't give free books. You're gonna have to pay. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess you don't get an interview then, because this wow. is my time, my effort, and I'm helping you share and and uh, promote your your book. So either you give me a copy because I ain't going to buy it for 30 bucks. Um, but you know, that short sightedness to think that, you know, there's times where you have to give a lot, you go into a bar uh, for and you want to get them to try your product, you're gonna have to say, hey, no, not buy it. give them a few samples so they can say is it perfect for our clientele. Yeah, or even we would give free samples to um, bartenders at some of our favorite bars around town just to get their feedback on how's the flavor, how's the taste, like take it home, see what you think, what you make of it. That was really, really invaluable. And it helped us too to feel more confident. Like we thought our flavor profiles were good, but to have, you know, a, an actual mixologist or someone where this is what they do yeah. say, yeah, this blend is right. Or, oh, you know what? Maybe this is, you need to amp up this flavor note in this one and then it'll be good, you know? I mean, an another thing we would do is even show up at bars with a cooler with Mixicals in it and <laughs> offer to people at the bar saying, hey, we'll buy you, you know, a shot of bourbon if we can drop this flavored cube in it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Get, get there. And people were very willing no to take No one free ever drinks. said no. Yeah. Wow. Always, to that offer. <laughs> and so it was another way of, you know, building brand awareness and then just sit and talk with people yeah. about the drinks. Um, well, and real, real quick, you know, this one of our score mentors was like, have you done any, you know, market research, any consumer panels, testing? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we really didn't have it in our budget. But what we could do is buy a round of well liquor and mm -hmm. take our cubes and basically do that kind of consumer research yeah. in real mm -hmm. time. And obviously it's all anecdotal. It's not like we had someone there, you know, doing the, the We weren't doing A-B testing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's 20% more ginger. But, but, but it really helped us because as we were, was, we were investing more time and funds into creating something that would be ready for retail, we wanted to make sure that it, we weren't going to be surprised and people were like, oh, we don't like this, right? Yeah. Yeah, because who wants to make a million batches of whatever? And they're like, oh, you can't get rid of this stuff. No, you you made some great choices and, and uh, also great tip for our audience today. I don't want us to leave without people finding how they get their own mixicals in their house so they can try it tonight. How can they do that? Oh my gosh, absolutely. So we uh, do have an online store, mixicles.com. That's M-I-X-I-C-L-E-S. And we ship on dry ice everywhere in the lower 48. Um, so you'll get it within one to two days, depending on what part of the country you're in. And if you're in the Midwest, like Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky area, we are at um, Kroger stores in the mm. frozen juice section. That's new as of a few months ago, and hopefully we'll keep growing from there. And I mean, our dream is definitely to be available uh, nationwide and not just through our website, but in the meantime, wherever you live, we'll, we'll find a way to get them there. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And you did say you had some events coming up. So anyone in the Cincinnati area, you want to share that in case you happen to be around there? 
Yeah, absolutely. We're doing an event with the Cincinnati Zoo coming up in a couple of weeks um, called Zootanical. We're also doing some events with um, some bridal events and other things now that I love that people are having events again with um, James Free Jewelers in the Cincinnati area and then with the Cincinnati Magazine Savor Dinner Series at the end of April. So we'll be at all of those slinging drinks and hope to meet people. That's awesome. And so if anyone wants to get on there, can they see all this information on your website as well? Um, you know, <laughs> they we, will be able to in a day. They so. will. Um, so say we okay. generally post event information on, um, we're very active on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Um, just as a teaser to kind of update and, and link to other sites through there. But um, but we do have information on our website too. So it's uh, Mexico on Instagram and uh, Facebook? Yes, yep. on, on all the things. It's always awesome. at all myself. the things. Yep. So I'm going to spell it for everyone. M-I-X. I C L E S. So go there and uh, the same www.mixical.com. Everyone go check it out. Get your wonderful Mixical ice cube set up to, uh, tonight or as soon as possible in two days so you can have some wonderful cocktails. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, you betcha. It's, it's been a great pleasure having you on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you both for coming today. Yeah, thank you. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. your voice of confidence and let's start our business well I i'm self-doubt and uh, i don't think so come on with LegalZoom, it's just a few steps fine i'm in LegalZoom. now you're in business LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney besides rare finds secret shows whether it's a musty concert or a must-have coin curious types crave interesting experiences bitrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity with more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security bitrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in get ready to trade beyond the trend discover more at bittrex.com trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading